Central. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. How are you doing? And welcome to Tech Radio, the number one Irish tech podcast, bringing you news and tech from around Ireland and across the world. Remember, you can hear Tech Radio on air with RTE Friday evenings or anytime you like with your favourite podcasting app from Apple, Google or Spotify. We also keep you bang up to date daily on all things tech with hourly updates and daily newsletters, which you can grab for free at techcentral.ie. My name is Dusty Rose. This is episode 854 and join me as always is our Editor-in-Chief Niall Kitson, uh, a man that I respect, admire and hate all at the same time. Uh, and for good reason, as far as you're concerned, I'm, I'm kind of like, ah, mm. another day, another review. You're, you're <laughs> just green with envy. I am green with envy because all of the review stuff is sent to you and most of it is like, yeah, 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 that's fine. But today, <laughs> landing on your desk. <laughs> landing on my desk, the Samsung S21 5G. And what wow. a lovely piece of kit it is. I have now, to concede. Uh, do you know where uh, you are able to pick up a 5G in Dublin city centre? So you'd be able to test the speed. Uh, yeah, down around, there is a test bed down around the Ringsend area. Um, actually mm-hmm. out by what they lovingly refer to as Silicon Docks um, at the, the mouth of the Grand Canal. So there is actually a 5G test bed down there. Um, so if I ask a few people very nicely, I might get access to it. Um, of course, mm. the short well, version. That, that is the thing to change, isn't it? Mm. The short version uh, with anything to do with 5G, as we've said and said repeatedly on this show, there are no applications for it that we actually need 5G for right now. And uh, I, as I've been saying, Internet of Things is where it's really going to play in. Like when you get automated cars, if you've got a solid 5G signal all the way, mm. the things you could do would be amazing because the speed is, it's, it's, it's not the speed that you're able to download gigabytes of movies. It's the speed that you're able to communicate with the, the rest of the planet. Yeah. 5G is for things talking to things, not for exactly. things talking to people. Yes, but as yet, things aren't really talking to things. <laughs> hey, do you know what I saw during the week and I was really impressed? Flash. So, oh, listen, the, the S21, you're going you're gonna to take it and you're going to, and we'll do a deep uh, dive on it next week. All right. Yeah. Um, just speaking of Internet of Things and all of that lark was, I saw the Boston Dynamics uh, dog, Spot, I think they call the dog. Have you seen this thing? Yeah, it's remarkably convincing, isn't it? Oh my God, it's unbelievable. It was the first time I've seen it kind of in detail, like, you mm. know, and like the, 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 the four legs and it's able to walk like a dog. Um, and then they had it kind of jumping from, from one set of legs to the other. And mm-hmm. it was literally midair. And then they were trying to push it over. And just like a dog, it was able to ride itself up again. And I was kind of, wow, just because yeah. the last time I saw, I mean, it was a big old punk of a thing. Yeah, it, it looked it did kind of the last time I saw it would have been a number of years ago now. Right. But it, it looked like it was something that they were in the process of developing. This thing looks like it's developed. And, and actually, they started selling it uh, commercially to businesses. Wow. Because Boston Dynamics was owned by Google at one point. Google bought it and then and then let it go. So I thought that was mm. pretty much going to be be the end of them. Um, yeah. But no, I, mean, I I think they have a lot of military contact uh, contracts that are keeping them going. And uh, I think you can imagine Spot being useful for a lot of pack carrying stuff oh, for, uh, for yeah, infantry. Or going in, going in places like you see it on the TV. Well, 
was going to say you see it on the TV all the time. I have seen it on the TV before where they'll say suspicious device found in such and such a place. And then you see this little robot mm. uh, that was sent in to check it out. But the robot looks like K9 from Doctor Who. Yeah. And I'm talking the old Doctor Who from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whereas uh, one of the things that they're selling the, this this new spot from Boston D- uh, Dynamics is like a, a dog that can, it could go in and it can walk over things and and if it falls over it can write itself up. I was just that's an aside. That's an mm. aside. I just wanted to know if you've seen it. You have. You loved it. All right. Listen. What's the big story of the wor- of of the week this week? Big story of the week. Andy Jassy. A name that if you didn't know already, you certainly You're will. You're going to know it. <laughs> you certainly Absolutely. will. From from October onwards, when he steps into his new job mm-hmm. as the chief executive of a little company we like to call Amazon. Amazon, yes, yes. Mm. Get your books from them and have them delivered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, or, you know, if. Jeff Bezos, a, a figure that I would have thought would have stuck around. Um, mm. He just seems to be this sort of ever-present how would you, do you know what he reminds me of, actually? Do you, have oh. you seen the first the pilot of Star Trek, the original series? It was called The Cage, right? And uh, are you talking with, with uh, what's his name, uh, Captain Kirk? Yeah, no, it was right. actually Captain Pike. This was this was the the pilot, right? Oh man, you're going way back, way like back. as in to the sixties, fifties, that kind of sixties, yeah. And um, basically, what happened with Star Trek was they did this pilot called The Cage, and they they kind of took the show away and retooled it an awful lot, and then brought it back with it with a new crew. And the only member of the crew that actually stayed on was Spock, because he was sort of you know, um, uh, I guess unique enough to, to, to mm. draw people in. But what happened mm. in, um, in the pilot, the cage was there was, um, this woman, uh, crash landed on a planet and, uh, spoiler alert, these aliens found her and put her back together, but they'd never seen a human before. Right. And these, <laughs> so it didn't go very well, but the aliens in question were actually quite human looking themselves. Only they were kind of they were bald and they had big heads and they had like bulging veins on the side of the head. And, you know, mm. recently I saw it, I, I looked and I went, you know what, they're a dead ringer for Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible thing to say or to recognize. But, you know, I couldn't help myself. I was like, Do you know what, if, if mm. they were the Bezoses of County mm. Clare, you know, the spitting image of them. And sure, didn't young Jeff go over to America and didn't he do well? But Well, do you know what? It, it's kind of like, I do like hearing these stories because his parents are of, uh, were they from Iran or somewhere like that? Or Right, okay. You have my interest. Uh, I can't remember. But anyway, they, 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 they moved to the States anyway and mm. he grew up in the States, all right? Yeah. And it's kind of like this little like immigrant story, like, you know, kind of uh, uh, they arrived with nothing and now he's the mm. richest man in the world. But what part of it uh, came about where Jeff Bezos ended up in Harvard? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people who have nothing don't end up going to the best college in the world. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he could he could have come from a, a professional family, or maybe he got a scholarship. But the, well, maybe he got a scholarship, yeah. But that's that's the bit that always kind of. I was, I was reading uh, Obama's book, mm-hmm. um, which one I have to specify, um, um, Barack. 
It was very funny, actually, at Christmas. It was kind of like, Merry Christmas, there's the Michelle Obama book for you, my dear. Oh, that's funny. I got you. (laughs) 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 Good God. Uh, I find it uh, uh, dreadfully boring, actually, um, because I love all the politics and and how he did it, but it just seems like he's name checking everybody he's ever met. Mm, Yeah. And I just find it a little bit uh, uh, stiff and boring. But uh, he's the same thing. He's kind of like, you know, he went from his story in his book is like, well, you know, kind of my mom had it hard and and, and, and we moved to Hawaii to be with family and and she had to work three jobs and blah, blah, blah. And then I was in Harvard. Mm. And then and then I landed a great job in Chicago and I met Michelle. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, how did, how did you end up in, in Harvard? He didn't quite explain that, like, you know, so it's, yeah. I'm always a little bit, but I do like to hear about people uh, who have one way or the other made it to the very tippity top. Mm. And there's no doubt about it that Jeff Bezos did start a business as an idea in his garage like Steve Wozniak and and, and Steve Jobs did years ago Uh, and he built it up and it's now one of the biggest corporations in the world and I have to say hats off and fair play to him. Yes, yes. Now, I mean, Amazon, I mean, Andy Jassy is coming in for to take over a company that's kind of at the peak of its powers, you know, and it has gotten where it is on the basis of good pricing Mm. uh, Swift delivery, mm-hmm. um, a subscription Prime service uh, with mm-hmm. even better bells and whistles, including access to um, to on demand content, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah. a marketplace of third party uh, sellers. So, if you don't want to mm-hmm. support Amazon directly, you can support someone using their platform. Um, yep. So, I mean, that's pretty. You're, rude you're, health. you're forgetting the biggie. Go on, AWS. Now, which is where Andy Jassy has come from. Exactly. All right. So AWS is Amazon Web Services. And I believe that Amazon made more profit, profit, all right, not turnover. They made more profit out of AWS than they did out of Amazon, the retailer. Okay. So just to backtrack a little bit and explain what AWS is, because the short version is if you are visiting a website, uh, for example, Tech Central, the chances are you are using AWS and you don't even know it. Yeah, because uh, the Tech Central website, I don't know if it is, but it, it could well be hosted with Amazon Web Services. Or even your, your hosting provider could well be running their hosting service on Amazon servers. You yeah. just don't know. It. Netflix run all their stuff on, on Amazon servers. So you think you're kind of watching Netflix, but actually the content is being delivered from, from Amazon hardware. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. I mean, it's one of these companies that makes the internet happen. It's just mm. bubbling under the service, under the surface. And very often, you know, we talk about technology stacks for developers. You know, what are the tools mm. that they bring together that they want they want to use? And AWS is it's it's universal. It's across the board. You know, it's it's almost a given uh, that you know for server space uh, and increasingly for compute. Uh, AWS is where it's at. So yeah, I mean, it is, it's not glamorous. It's, uh, but it is what the internet is built on. And uh, he's, Andy Dashi is doing pretty well in his own right in terms of uh, worth at the moment. Oh, they're, they're getting onto his, uh, his wages already. <laughs> because mm. <laughs> you want to see. Uh, he is, get, I don't know. I, I want to talk about the, Wages in a moment, because I'm, I'm kind of interested in that. Um, 
But I was just going to, you, we were explaining uh, uh, what AWS is and what Amazon is, of course. And then Andy Jassy, just to explain who he is, as I say, he went to Harvard and then joined Amazon in 1997 as a marketing guy. Somehow, uh, by 2003, then he was Jeff Bezos's um, assistant. Mm. Or as as one of the uh, newspapers put it, I loved it. He was Jeff's brain shadow. <laughs> <laughs> right. Apparently, they're both very similar. Uh, anyway, uh, in around 2006, exactly as you said, Niall, um, it was Andy who was the one kind of saying, well, where's the room for growth and where would we be able to make more money? What can we do? Um, and they really had a problem with the way Amazon was growing and the hardware that it was operating on and the software. And it just wasn't working as fast and I think it was uh, Andy who kind of went, well, look, if we had a separate company, all right, that provided web services and Amazon was one of our clients, we would probably get things done faster because it would be separate from the Amazon organization. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, it'd be much more, uh, much more agile. It'd be a thing on Much more itself. agile. Yeah. So hmm. instead of talking like with 5,000 employees trying to get something done, you might take 50 out or whatever and, and, and you'd work it that way. Hmm. So they thought this was a good idea. Uh, so they started AWS and uh, Amazon was the first client, but they gave exactly the same service to everybody else, allegedly. Uh, and that was in, uh, in 2006. And Andy was the fella who was in charge of that. And has done quite nice money-wise out of it. Yeah, and as often when it comes to tech salaries, it's really the mm. stocks that you have to look at. But that's where it is, the, yeah. 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 So uh, I believe, I mean, it's uh, Andy Jassy is still on a, he's on a pretty generous pay packet by our standards, by regular mm. human standards. But it's when the <laughs> stocks kick in that you really start to see what is actual net worth is. Yeah, I, I believe his salary is somewhere in the region of $350,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which when you kind of think about it is like, that's not a lot. Like, I mean, if you look at, at, at any of the banks or the financial institutions here in Ireland, mm. you know, kind of the, the top dogs there are getting a million plus. Yeah. All right. Just yep. a, just as a standard kind of like a, a salary. So friends would be only getting three hundred fifty thousand. You kind of go. Blah, 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 blah. But as you say, he's got stock options, and there is a website that keeps a track of all of these uh, directors and stuff like that, and their stock options, and also keeps a track of what they sold and what they're still holding. Mm -hmm. And there was a whole list of what he sold and so on and so forth, and what he holds at the moment. Anyway, the uh, long story short is that uh, Andy uh, is the new CEO of uh, Amazon, and he is worth $377 million. Now, that's, that sounds about right when you consider what he's been sitting on for the past, what, 15 years? Yeah. yeah. What he has so built up, that sounds yeah. about right. So he's done well for himself, like, you know, uh, and, you know, again, fair play to him. I think he's another guy who's, uh, he, he didn't have a, a silver spoon in his mouth when, when he was born, as it were. Mm -hmm. But what do you reckon is going to be the future? What's going to be, what is it going to be for Andy? What's what's he looking ahead to? Because he said Amazon's very big now. Is, is there mm. anywhere to grow, anywhere to move? Well, this is something that, you know, I, I had to think about because the last time we had, well, I mean, we've had two big corporate switchovers, um, sort of changes in leadership in our lifetimes. Mm. Um, we had Tim Cook taking over from Steve Jobs, mm -hmm. who um, when he was given the job, Steve Jobs just said, look, run the company your way. Um, 
go forth. And Apple has done very well. Um, it is. It does feel a lot more corporate. Uh, it doesn't have that sort of you know precocious talent at the at the top, which Apple used mm. to have over the its competitors. You know, it'd be like, wow, mm. what are we going to get next? Um, yeah, Apple isn't that company anymore. You know, the talent no. is much more evenly distributed. Um, that's fine, and they're still making great products, and that's great. Um, so that's one example of it going. I guess pretty pretty well, pretty smoothly. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of change from Mr. Jobs, but then you look at Microsoft and the change from Steve Ballmer to Satya Nadella, which has been a massive shift because mm-hmm. Steve Ballmer left behind a legacy of uh, management, which included something called stack ranking. Do you remember stack ranking? It no. was basically like you are a member of a team. And you basically vote on which members of your team uh, are doing well, what their performance is. So I'd say, you know, Dusty's doing pretty well this year. I'd give him a give him a seven out of ten. That's good. And the person who scores the lowest on the team gets cut. Whoa! So that's that's one of the things that was going on in Microsoft under Steve Ballmer's tenure. Of course, mm. it was the Nokia fiasco on Windows RT that pretty much did for him. I mean, there was $2 billion in unused Windows RT inventory yeah. lying around and that, that uh, Steve, did for him. Steve was a little crazy in himself anyway, or at least he was doing uh, well, crazy yes, things. Well, so. yes, we remember the uh, Gloria Estefan <laughs> moment where he's you know, <laughs> trampling across the stage, demanding people give it up for him. Um, so, you know, I guess another kind of big character, but mm. things did not work out very well for him. And Satya Nadella is a much calmer character with a very clear vision mm. of what he wants Microsoft to be. You know, productivity, premium devices. That's it. It's, yeah, it seems to be quite the opposite, though, uh, with Amazon, because uh, Andy Jassy is way more public friendly, shall I put it? Or he's, he's more willing to put himself out there than Jeff ever was. Jeff's more, much more, uh, prefers communicating by email and doesn't do keynote addresses and sends letters instead and all that kind of lark. Whereas yeah, Andy that, is the fella on stage. That, that, I remember reading an article once that Amazon employees used to dread getting emails from Jeff Bezos because very often it was someone would send him an email complaining about service or something like that. Mm. And he would forward it on to, you know, the next person down the chain was just a question mark and then somebody's email underneath it you know it's like kind of scary in and of itself Mm. you know if it was a diatribe that came back it'd be like oh okay there's Mm. jeff again you know just a question mark you know he's a guy that can make tough decisions that can cut people very very quickly well, that's what Jeff did. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what Andy does now when he is uh, looking after things with Amazon later in the year. I think it's going to be interesting because they've got all... Amazon has just gotten so big and they've got antitrust case against them at the moment. They're going to face more regulation and all kinds of things. Um, and then where is it? Can they go? What can they do next? Uh, the one thing that Andy has been good at over the years and he keeps preaching is uh, reinvention. I mean, he's like Madonna. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You've you got to reinvent yourself. So I wonder, will we see things uh, next year where Amazon reinvents itself uh, some way? All to be seen. Other things happening in the news. Um, the Myanmar coup, which of course is uh, making the headlines this week. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was this was interesting, right? Um, in that they've blocked Facebook. Yeah. But when, when they say they've blocked Facebook, they've blocked Messenger and Instagram and WhatsApp. 
Mm. And kind of like the four of them are, well, certainly in our Western world anyway, they are the four pillars of communication for day to day. Largely, yes, yes. All one company. Not, not the first time that we've seen this kind of thing happen. Do you remember, goodness, do you remember when BlackBerry was being put under pressure in Pakistan? I think either India or Pakistan. I think it was Pakistan. Mm. Um, over BlackBerry Messenger being secure. Okay. Um, that the military wanted to have a look in and root out, you know, inverted commas, insurgents, you know. Yeah. Um, and they were quite concerned about the sort of discourse that was happening, that they couldn't get in and have a look and see, you know, where people plotting sedition or anything like that, you know. And that was one problem. And and BlackBerry managed to uh, get out get uh, out from under that problem by saying their servers actually weren't there. So mm. therefore, you know, you can't look at our servers. They're not even in your country. Um, I think it was India. Anyway. I'm sure somebody will correct me. Um, and uh, later on uh, in, well, in quite recent times, we had the Arab Spring where Facebook was a huge organizing influence, you know, where people mm. were able to share what was happening to them and organize and everything over Facebook. So uh, in Myanmar, the new uh, military um, administration, because there are going to be elections in a year's time, Dusty, when everything settles down. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Sorry. That's of course my skeptical faces on. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Um, uh, so they they have effectively yeah shut down communication between mm. people and and also you know uh, a line of communication between people inside the country but also to the outside world as well. Mm. So, but it, it is funny how you know kind of that one one platform can be such an important communication medium. Mm. And like we've seen that in Myanmar as really down to one company. Uh, then we saw in the last days of the, the Trump administration with everything that was going on there, he was banned from Twitter. And then, you know, kind of, what was it? Twitter, Facebook and YouTube or whoever. Three or four people just banned him and vump. He had no voice. Yeah. And, and to this day, I mean, tr- Trump's hmm. surrogates are kind of taking up the political discourse and Trump himself has kind of faded into the background. You know, he's hmm. there in Mar-a-Lago and he's doing, his, he's doing his thing and he's, you know, happy or not about it. He's facing his impeachment trial. Um, yeah. Whereas it's all people like um, Matt Goetz or um, Taylor Greene um, that, are, that are getting the headlines for being, you know, kind of Trumpier than now. Hmm. Um, and that's... You know, they do need social networks and um, Twitter increasingly yeah. to amplify well, their messages. That, that, that's what I'm saying. It's amazing. Mm. Like when you when you think like, you know, kind of what, 20 years ago, there was no real social networks. 20 years ago was 2001. Yeah. yeah. Did we have, uh, well, we certainly didn't have Facebook. Uh, yeah, I think there we was, might have had Twitter. Was there Friendster knocking around and Friends Reunited? Oh, the, yeah, those kind of MySpace or something like that. Like, you know, those yeah. kind of things. But isn't it, isn't it amazing how in like, you know, just two decades... Social media is now vumph it. It, yeah. You know, uh, uh, it's the great. The marketplace Spe- of ideas. Indeed. Speaking of uh, communication on social media, uh, another thing happening this week, WhatsApp, uh, they're going to bump up their security. So if you have your mobile phone has got biometric built into the phone, mm-hmm. so if your phone is a model with biometrics, whether you use it or not, you will have to use the biometrics as authentication if you want to use the uh, PC version of WhatsApp. 
Now, I don't know if you know, with a, you're able to install WhatsApp on your PC and you can use the keyboard and all that to, to send your messages and receive messages, but you have to authenticate it using your phone. At the moment, you just uh, take a picture or whatever you do it that, that way with the little code, the QR code. Um, but in future, it's going to be you're going to have to put your thumbprint in there. Hmm. whether you like it or not. So just interesting. Uh, and then Telegram, of course, is increasing in popularity because people just don't trust WhatsApp anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are now uh, making it the ability for you to be able to import your WhatsApp messages. That so they're could, trying to make it as easy as possible. That's a win. That's a winner. You reckon that's a win? <laughs> yeah. Then, um, listen, uh, two other things just to uh, wrap up on. And it's kind of more things to watch over the next week or two. Uh, Next big thing. One of them being the Apple car. Or lack thereof. Or lack. Well, by February 17th, they're expecting that perhaps Apple will have announced a deal with Hyundai. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, and the deal is, is that Hyundai will make an electric car and Apple will do all of the software for it. That makes sense. I mean, they're kind of doing that already with um, CarPlay. That's entertainment in the car and maybe, you know, kind of communication, maybe some mapping, but it ain't controlling the car. Well, that's true. Yeah. And if we're, you know? if we're looking for self-driving cars, then uh, yeah, there's, there's got to be big changes. And I, and I think going with, a, going with a partner uh, is definitely the way to go. I mean, you you can't, you absolutely can't start these things from scratch. No, I just think it's weird Apple getting into cars. And and I don't know if I'd, I'd, I'd know for sure I wouldn't want to drive one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it Do would want I mean? to be, you know, fairly remarkable. Uh, it would want it to want. look kind of unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I, they'll I, simplify it down. Do you know, I've, my only fear is that if I get into an Apple car and I'll say, go to my mother's, that it'll go, no, that's not on the approved <laughs> list of places you can go. One one can only drive within the Apple wall garden. You can yeah. go see your brother. That's, yeah, that's that's a good one, actually. Yeah, yeah. Or find find somebody with an Apple account and, and they'll they'll just take you there straight away. <laughs> <laughs> whatever happens to be. And of course, like then you, your car would only be available in three colours. <laughs> White, the, silver, or gold. The, what, what do you rose want? Rose gold. The, the best colours. <laughs> then the uh, the other big thing to watch out for coming later on this month is uh, Huawei um, are going to announce their Mate X2, which is going to be their foldable phone, their second version of a foldable phone. Hmm. But this time around, uh, it's going to fold inwards, according from the the leaks that we're getting on the uh, on the internet. So it'll be interesting when they do announce it. Uh, uh, I can't remember the date. Twenty seventh. It's before the end of February, anyway. So is this clamshell uh, phone? It looks like it's going to be more like the yeah. Like it's going to be looks like it'll be more like the Samsung Flip than it will mm. be the Samsung Fold. From, yeah. from what I can see, it'll be interesting to see what they come out with. You know, because I mean, they're still a big player. And, and from what I gather um, is that they're kind of just, they're still a big player in mobile phones, but they're going to dump all of the mobile phones and concentrate on this foldable phone. That's very ambitious. Well, if you're going to do one thing, do it well. Maybe that's the way they're thinking. I don't know. Mm. 
Also, oh, a little, uh, I don't know if I should give him a round of applause, but it is a little bit of good news, I suppose. Uh, Huawei are going to be doubling their Irish workforce as well. Oh, yes, yes. Gonna, Huge announcement. Yeah. And even yeah. even better, it's not just going to be purely sales staff, which is something I'm always concerned about mm. when I see big job announcements. Uh, I go to see what kind of jobs are they? Are they going to be in sales um, or are they going to be in research and development, product development? engineering yeah. those are the jobs that we really want to see and uh, Huawei yeah. is investing in in that area in that kind of talent so that's that's great absolutely that's good alright listen that's it uh, it for the news this week uh, next week of course we'll have the in-depth on the S21 you can hardly wait away. Dusty I can uh, tell I love you and I hate you in equal measure. <laughs> Listen, that's it for our show this week. Do remember you can get the lowdown on all things tech in Ireland with hourly updates, daily newsletters and more at our website techcentral.ie or of course you can listen to us each week online or Fridays on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra. So next time, from myself Dusty Rhodes and from Niall, thanks so much for listening and have a great weekend. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com Tech Central.